Yeah. I'm a late bloomer, third year on the scene. 20 racks don't feel like nothing to me. Cape on the streets, it turned me to a beast. Invisible set diamonds. I know it's been forever since we last I did an episode, but yeah, let's get right into it. So, in uh, Match Week 20 uh, of the Premier League, let's uh, talk about the biggest game, perhaps, uh, which was uh, Spurs versus Liverpool. So, in Spurs versus Liverpool, Liverpool won, obviously, uh, 3-1 in favour of Liverpool. Uh, Bobby Firmino turned into Ronaldo for some reason. I'm talking about Ronaldo Nazario, obviously, because I don't remember <clears throat> Cristiano being... Brazilian. So, like, anyways, the game started off with a young Ming Song goal being disallowed by VAR, and that was pretty <clears throat> messed up in my opinion. So, Tiago Alcantara got a yellow card. Fun fact: This was the first game in which uh, Alcantara started, and Liverpool won. So, uh, Bobby Firmino finished off. Uh, the first half with the goal of uh, of his right foot, I think, and uh, Liverpool were leading zero uh, one uh, at half time. Then T A Alexander Arnold obviously scored uh, another like um, I'd say a light strike. Do like uh, would basically. I won't describe it in words because I'm pretty sure like you all have seen it already. So like it was a pretty worked uh, goal by the Liverpool squad entirely and I think they deserve to win this match as a whole too. Right, so uh, as I was seeing the second goal was very well worked by the entire Liverpool team and uh, Bobby or uh, Alison Arnold thumbed it in. <clears throat> so after that goal, uh, P.A. Heuberg scored a very, very impressive goal, like one of the best goals of the season. A very lightning strike out of the box, straight into uh, the middle top section of the goal. Then Sadio uh, Mane scored to finish off the game, I would say, but uh, before that, a goal was disallowed, which was uh, apparently scored by uh, Mo Salah. So, <clears throat> talk more about this. I'd say that Spurs, if Spurs stopped bottling important games, they would <clears throat> get some titles on their D. Oh, that GTA reference, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, so anyways... Uh, it, this go this was a very very deserved win from Liverpool. They had the fair share of possession. They took more shots. They had fourteen shots on target. Uh, it took fourteen shots and half of them were on target. Yeah, and that was the Spurs vs Liverpool game. I just see that if Spurs want to improve, they gotta get their game up top. And like Harry Kane also, Harry Kane and uh, Song. Thrown off in the second half, I'd say. Were very, very silent. Very silent in this game. Like, the Spurs were just lacking the, the guile to perform uh, to their fullest. And, like, let's talk about the shocker of the week, which was the United versus, uh, versus 
Sheffield game in which Sheffield United won 2-1. Uh, the goals were scored by Keen Bryan and Oli Burke, Oliver Burke for Sheffield and the sole goal by United was scored by Maguire. And this in this particular match, there was a lot of backlash uh, targeted towards Axel Tuan's way. And like I, I'd say he deserved that backlash, but I must state that if he was white, the color of the defender didn't matter. The defending was pure shit. But he he was you know targeted by a racist by a group of racist people too. And I just like to like remind all of you that there is no room for racism. Let's uh, get back into the game. So this was a pretty pretty shocking result, and Ollie was furious. It didn't look like it, but I, I, I can say that he was very furious at his defenders, especially his defenders. Where, what, what, what were they doing, fam? Like, that was one of the worst defending I've ever seen by Manchester United as a club, like, in their history. You know, United, I'd say they got to the top of the top, like, they didn't. It was a dream. It was a dream phase of um, United. Like, they were top. They were top for, like, two weeks, I think. Uh, but then, since then, they, they, they just went down. Uh, they won against Liverpool uh, last week, too, which was uh, by the courtesy of Mason Greenwood, Rashford, and uh, I, I think uh, Bruno Fernandes, who scored the winning free kick. But like, yeah, uh, talking about Sheffield game, Bruno Fernandez, Rashford, and even Greenwood—they they weren't present as such. They they weren't making any difference. They weren't taking much many chances. They were just, I'd say, clueless of what was going on around them. And man, the defending was just absolute, bonkers, pathetic, shambolic. These are understatements. If a team want to win the league, they, they should have at least a world-class defense. And United's defense was worse than bloody Laurels FC. For those of who don't who don't know what Laurels FC or what is the club, it is a non-league football club in uh, middle of. Bongo Bongo Land. Just kidding. Like no, <clears throat> no racism intended. <laughs> so uh, Oliver Burke scored the winning goal at the 74th minute. Oliver Burke, I think, is a loney from City. Uh, he was assisted by uh, John Landestram. Uh, let's talk about statistics now a little bit. Uh, United had 75.8% of the possession. They were attacking more. Uh, but you know they had twenty five percent shot accuracy, so that they that all in vain. And Sheffield just took five shots, three of which on target, two of which resulted in goals. And let's talk about the defending of Man United. God, so they made twenty one tackles. They won just fifty two point four percent of their tackles. 
they intercepted four times sheffield did four times united's number like you can just make out how pathetic defending was by the united players uh, there was a 1-1 draw at goodison in which james or hamiz or uh, whichever you where you like announcing uh, rodriguez's name he scored a goal he was pretty fantastic in the game too and yuri tilman scored an equalizer and uh, the assist was by none other than harvey bond which was an equalizer yeah so <clears throat> moving on let's talk about the statistics a little bit so leicester has 65% of the possession uh, they were attacking brilliantly i'd say uh, but you know tough luck or uh, pickford was uh, at his best game he saved uh, a lot of chances there were uh, 19 total shots six of which were on target five was saved by pickford Everton took eight shots, two of which were on target. Uh, Everton had a twenty-five percent shot accuracy, and Leicester had thirty-one point six. So that was the game at the Goodison. Let's talk about uh, West Brom versus City. City were classic. Man, City man, Ilkay Gundogan man, what a player he has been like. Wow, Cancelo, Raheem Sterling, Riyad Mahrez, what a game this was for City. A brilliant, a brilliant performance by Serie. I must say, I I know I'm a citizen, but like a biased fan would, a biased fan of United, even would be impressed by this performance by Serie, because it was utterly and simply a brilliant, like uh, and like West Brom on the other side, well, you know, they weren't. doing the classic sam game big sam game but like they they were shit like they were like but can't blame them because you know the quality of the series side and the quality of the west brom side were unmatched like it, the, there was a pretty obvious case of a series winning but like there was a shocking draw at uh, the Etihad a few weeks ago but uh, and like West Brom also do with Liverpool but yeah no draw here a bad luck for West Brom Sheffield let's and like on oh no, us very 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 surprising note America Laporta substituted in for Ilkay Gundogan and bernardo silva substituted in for gabriel jesus so that's guardiola for you city lined up uh, 443 and the zone lined up a 4411 so like west uh, brom tried to keep their players very wide and uh, the middle ones very very intact but city impenetrated them and like there were very good long chances long shots created by city I want to talk about that game very much because like it was a pretty clear win. Let's talk about Southampton versus Arsenal now. Uh, Southampton are defeated 1-3 at uh, St Mary's. Uh, Southampton still sit at 11th right now. They were I think I think top of the table. 
uh, a few weeks ago. But like, yeah, that's that's Premier League. Stuart Armstrong scored a, an early goal from an assist by James Ward-Prowse. I think it was a corner. Uh, and then uh, Nicolas Pelé, uh, Nicolas Pepe, in no time scored a goal from an assist by from a pass by Gary Jaka. Then Bukoyo Saka from an assist by Alexander Laka, Laka Z. And like Laka has been in, in an incredible form lately too. Then Laka scored another goal, uh, which was a, a pass from a pass by Bukoyo Saka. Uh, let's talk about the statistics a little bit. Uh, Sathan had 58% of the possession. They uh, took more chances too, but their shot and target were equal. They were matched by Arsenal and they had 38.5% of the shot accuracy. They made 17 tackles, two more, just two more from Arsenal. Oh, as compared to Arsenal, one would say, but yeah, anyways, moving on to the next game, which was uh, Burnley versus Aston Villa. This was a very, very, very entertaining game. Oli Watkins started the game right off the bat with from a uh, pass by Matt Target. And then Bean Me equalized. Then Jack Beale scored from a pass by uh, Douglas Lewis. Then Dwight McNeil uh, equalized. Then Christopher Wood from, an, a, 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 I'd say, a very, very good cross scored uh, an unexpected header. And a very good header indeed. And Burnley won. Like this was a very entertaining game. Burnley are at eleventh. Arsenal Villa are at tenth right now. Boom, baby. <laughs> right. So let's talk about statistics a bit. Arsenal Villa had sixty-one point eight percent of the ball, but they took eighteen total shots and ten of which were on target. And Burnley just took 10 shots, 5 of which were on target, and 5 they had a shot accuracy of 50%. Let's talk about defense a little bit. Now, Burnley had sixteen more tackles by as compared to Aston Villa. And they won, um, I'd say, 60% of them. So, that was the very, very entertaining game. And there were two zero-all draws from uh, uh, Thomas Pickett's first game as a Chelsea manager. Uh, not much talk about here. I, I just see, like, many, sh- many, many shocking tactics and players used by uh, Tuchel in this game. There, he started with the three defenders, Rudiger Silva at Liquetta, then Chilwell, Kovacic, Jorginho, Hudson, Udoi in the, I'd say, midfield, then two number 10s, Habuz and Ziyech, then Giroud as a striker. But like, uh, again, as Liquetta and Chilwell were very wide, Jorginho was kind of hovering around the midfield, Kovacic was playing right mid, Hudson Udoi was right forward, Ziyech was freedom, Havertz was uh, like he was making runs towards the left, 
side. Right. Of- so moving on to the Bundesliga, we go to um, Bayern Munich, who took on uh, TSG Hoffenheim. Um, Bayern won the match four one. Uh, ironically, uh, the players who scored were Jerome Boateng, Thomas Muller. But Lewandowski and Serge Gnabry. Serge Gnabry, who finally scored after a long drought of goals, uh, and Robert Lewandowski has scored twenty-four goals this season. Uh, in so he looks on track to be beating um, uh, Gerd Muller's record of forty goals. But let's see what happens. No one knows. Thomas Muller is also in, in uh, red hot form. He has been scoring and assisting very consistently. And Jerome Boateng also scored and gave a great performance. I mean, like he 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 had the best day to uh, show his performance of. Like Yogi Love was in the stands. He proved him wrong. So yeah, I think. He, he might not have gotten a better opportunity to prove himself right like he's still worthy of playing in the german national team and i still believe that he should be playing in the german national team and same with muller they all they are like like uh, the german team need them they need them like without them <laughs> the german team is just not the same muller has a like really big impact wherever he goes and we can see that in Bayern also when he's not playing Bayern look a bit shaky but when he's on the pitch Bayern are, com- are really fluid um as for Hoffenheim the sole scorer was Andre Kramaric who has been in good form also um uh, as as the stats go Bayern had 15 shots to Hoffenheim 16 shots Nine shots of Bayern were on target and five shots of Hoffenheim were on target. Bayern had 61% possession while Hoffenheim had 39%. Uh, there were 11 fouls by Bayern and 8 fouls by Hoffenheim. And one yellow card that was given to Bayern. Okay, next match we move on to is VFB Stuttgart against Mainz. And uh, Stuttgart has been in has been in a lukewarm form. They sometimes surprise and they sometimes underperform. Uh, the goal scorers for Stuttgart were uh, Kalajic and Farman Gitoka. Funny names, I know. <laughs> uh, the next match was Union Berlin versus Borussia Mönchengladbach. It was a 1-1 draw with a uh, player scoring the goal for Motion Gladbach and Knoche scoring a goal for Union Berlin. And Loris Karius also <laughs> played for Union Berlin. <laughs> Sorry. I just can't um, you know, control my laughter when I hear his name. Um, next up, we got Werder Bremen against Schalke. Um, it was a 1-1 draw and Schalke are still at the bottom of the table. Um, there were goals by 
Mawald for Bremen and Masquerel for Schalke. I mean, Schalke need a winning spree like right now because if they don't, they're gonna get relegated to the second Bundesliga, and that's a big thing since Schalke is one of the biggest clubs in Germany. They need to get back on track like as soon as possible. Next up, we got Eintracht Frankfurt, which who defeated Hertha Berlin, three one. Silva scored the two goals, uh, scored a brace, uh, and Hintreger scored a goal. While Piatek scored a goal for Hertha Berlin. Next up, Dortmund defeated three one Augsburg. um delone and sancho uh, were the two goal scorers while udokai was the own goal scorer <laughs> and han scored for augsburg rb leipzig won 1-0 over bayer leverkusen christopher unkunku was the only goal scorer for rb leipzig fc köln defeated armenia blefeld 3-1 uh wolf scored a brace while okay i'm i can't even pronounce his name <laughs> sorry um uh, and cordova scored for armenia uh, wolfsburg took on uh, freiburg um with brooks wreckhorts and gerhardt scoring the goals um bighorn has been continuing his red hot form and has been scoring goals of fun this season and the table for bundesliga as of now stands at bayern on top followed by rb leipzig and wolfsburg and eintracht frankfurt and the relegation zone consists of armenia blefeld mainz and schalke who have won just one game out of their five uh, last played and have lost three and drawn one and next up we move on to um seria so we begin with uh, torino who uh, took on fiorentina it was a 1-1 draw frank ribery scored for fiorentina and belotti scored for torino uh bologna took on uh, ac milan uh milan 1-2-1 rebic and kcs scoring those two goals for milan while poli scored the only goal for bol for bologna um sam doria took on juventus juve 1-2-0 uh, aaron ramsey and shizia scored the two goals inter milan took on benvento and romelu lukaku scored a brace uh, and lotharo martinez also scored a goal Implota scored uh, scored an own goal. Spezia took on Udinese, and De Paul scored the only goal. Caligari uh, took on Sassuolo. 
Pedro scored the only goal for Cagliari and Boga scored a goal for Sassuolo in injury time. Crotone uh, took on Genoa. Uh, Genoa won 3-0. Destro scored a brace. And Sitzbora scored just a goal. Um, Lazio took on Atlanta and the Roman team won. The, uh, for Atlanta, Pasalic scored the goal. While for Lazio, Marusic, Correa and... Muriki scored scored three uh, scored the goals. Napoli took on Parma and Napoli won two nil. Elmas and Politano were the two goal scorers for Napoli. Roma took on Verona for uh, Roma. Uh, Mancini, Mkhitaryan, Mc, uh, and Mural scored the goals. While for Verona, Colli scored the goal. Uh, 